I do not permit women to teach nor usurp authority. That's Kira, and she abandoned me for a week to go on vacation and came back with a grandma sweater. I did. I'm so excited to wear it at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It looks great even in the middle of June. The the uniform for June is a sweatshirt and shorts. You got you got the memo too. Yeah, that's this is how I walk around all the time now. (laughs) And that's Alexandria. And today I learned that she's afraid of car washes. It's a valid fear. You have to just like be really specific about your wheels are. And I'm not that confident of a driver. (laughs) Never been in an accident, but I'm not that confident. You have to put your car in neutral and then it just shakes and you have no control over anything. I did not put my car in neutral. I didn't know that that was a rule. Oh, it was in the one I went in and I hated it. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Overreaction, where we share our knowledge and react to different topics every week. Today, we're going to talk about Independence Day. Independence Day. All right, I'm going to start out by telling you a brief history of how we got to Independence Day. Beautiful. So the day is July 2nd, 1776, and that's when the Continental Congress voted for independence. I'm sure that's confusing because that's July 2nd, but we Mm -hmm. celebrate on July 4th, two days later, because that was the date that delegates from the 13 colonies adopted the Declaration of Independence. So they voted on the 2nd, Mm -hmm. but adopted the Declaration on the 4th. Correct. Got it. So um, colonists initially didn't like want total independence at the time that the Revolutionary War was starting, but by mid-1776, it had grown in popularity. And it was a guy whose name was Richard Henry Lee, and he was a Continental Congress delegate from Virginia who introduced the motion for independence. And so, like, that was debated for a while. And then they were like, we can't decide. So they put together this five-man committee with Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Roger Sherman, Benjamin Franklin, and Robert Livingston, who were, like, tasked with writing the formal breakup letter. And then... I really always forget that Benjamin Franklin was a alive and like around for this kind of stuff in my mind he exists in his own section of history with the kite yeah (laughs) he was really old at this time okay um but so they wrote their breakup letter and then brought it back and then everybody was like yep we like richard henry lee's motion and then two days later they were like and we like the breakup letter um so john adams actually was kind of angry that we celebrate on July 4th instead of July 2nd, so he would boycott celebrations on the 4th, which is ironic because then he died on the 4th 50 years after the declaration was signed. That's so interesting because he's the reason that we celebrate it. I feel like he just got spited. (laughs) Like He was like, I think it should be celebrated on the 2nd. And the 4th of July was like, well, screw you! (laughs) (laughs) He's the reason we have a celebration. Um, Before signing the Declaration of Independence, he wrote a letter to his wife, Abigail, who we love, (laughs) saying that the date would be memorable, the most memorable, I don't know how to say that word. Epoch. Epoca. Alpaca. (laughs) The the A threw me off. (laughs) 
regardless, it would be memorable in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade with shoes, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore. Sometimes I just can't get over how they talked. (laughs) It was too much. It was a lot. (laughs) I would have failed papers in college if I wrote like this. Word count would be no issue. Honestly. (laughs) Why say something in five words when you can say it in 73? (laughs) These guys didn't even like type at 100 words per minute. Read it with their little feather quills. Oh, man. How did they have time to do anything? No. Well, he's the reason we celebrate it. Sucks we didn't pick the date you wanted, I guess. <laughs> well, July 4th is, is catchier. Um, I have some information about early celebrations of the 4th Ooh, of July. Yes. So this isn't necessarily 4th of July, but I thought that it was funny. Like Pre-revolution, the colonists would celebrate um, the king's birthday. It obviously wasn't Independence Day, but that was mm-hmm. Ah, it's the king's birthday, and they'd have celebrations. Um, the fun party activities included bell ringing and speech making. <laughs> Thrilling. I have a story about a speech, kind of. Coming up or now? Coming up. Okay. And then, in the summer of 1776, some colonists celebrated by holding mock funerals for the king instead. That's incredible. <laughs> um, but the early Independence Day celebrations were like festivities like concerts, bonfires, firing cannons and muskets, and reading the Declaration of Independence. Um, it was Philadelphia who heard who held the first annual commemoration of Independence Day on July 4th, 1777. And it included the illuminations that John Adams wanted. Ooh, illuminations. <laughs> and bells and a parade and explosions. <laughs> there was a 13-gun salute to honor each of the 13 colonies. A military band performed bells were rung and 13 firework rockets were set off in the town square. And it was a spontaneous celebration, wow. apparently. It seems like a lot to coordinate spontaneously, <laughs> yeah. but who knows? It's Philadelphia. Oh, who knows? Um, I know that in 1778, George Washington celebrated Independence Day by giving his soldiers double rations of rum. Wow. <laughs> you know. And then in the 1790s, um, People celebrated amongst their different political parties. So there was like, you could go to like the Federalist um, Fourth of July celebration or the Democratic Republican celebration, which I think is where I will tie in how I feel about celebrating the Fourth of July this year. Yeah. So I think that this year, if you voted for Trump, you can't celebrate Fourth of July and defend it. Yes, I am so ready. I'm going to defend it. By reading some parts of the Declaration of Independence and giving a brief context. So, like, the Declaration of Independence, they're like, Hey, Mr. King guy, we have some complaints. And because of these things that you have done, we're going to be independent. It's not me. It's you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they just, like, have a whole list of things that he has done. And as Mm -hmm. I was reading this, I was like, hmm. 
Trump and King George, King George, yes. <laughs> have done a lot of similar things. So if you want to celebrate the fact that we escaped this guy, escaped for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. you can't celebrate this year because you're trying to go back. So like, here are some things. <clears throat> He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be attained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. So I wrote, cough, cough, Mitch McConnell in the corner. Because they're like, you can't pass laws. Stupid freaking filibuster. Um, He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected voting being like joe biden didn't win he has endeavored to present prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither immigration they're like let the people in trump doesn't he has obstructed the administration of justice (laughs) and he has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices. Oh, there's more. There's, I think I have three more is all. Because then they just have like four pages of the signatures that also print it. I'm just surprised there's that there's lot. still more. Yeah. For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. It was really the last part that got for me, but I was also mm-hmm. like climate change (laughs) yeah that's where my head went and then finally he has excited domestic insurrections against us too soon anyways so if you voted for trump you can't celebrate fourth of july first 100 days (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna hope that there's some growth by the time (laughs) i'm in office i just i just don't think that you should be able to shoot fireworks if like in celebration that we're independent from that guy if you want that guy to be in office so if originally there were fake funerals for the king (laughs) we'll talk privately (laughs) not on air (laughs) deal Okay, so let's see. My story's not until the 1870s. Did we get there yet? Yeah, that's all that I know. Okay. <laughs> so I know also that um, the celebration of Independence Day wasn't commonplace until after the War of 1812. Our rematch with Britain. Mm-hmm. We won. In case you didn't know. <laughs> I, You know, from the Midwest, I don't know enough about wars. <laughs> um. And that Congress passed a law making Independence Day a federal holiday on June 28th of 1870. And then there were a whole bunch of interviews done um, in 1936 about what Independence Day looked like in the 1870s. So I'm going to read you a story about it. I love stories. From Miss Nettie Spencer, the interviewee from Portland, Oregon. Well, she was interviewed in Portland, Oregon. There would be floats in the morning, and the one that got the girl's eye was the goddess of liberty. She was supposed to be the most wholesome and prettiest girl in the countryside. If she wasn't, she had friends who thought she was. (laughs) 
<laughs> but the rest of us weren't always in agreement on that. Following the float, there would be the Oregon Agricultural College Cadets and some kind of a band. Sometimes there would be political effigies. Just before lunch, and we'd always hold lunch up for an hour, some senator, always. <laughs> some senator or lawyer would speak. These speeches always had one pattern. First, the speaker would challenge England to a fight and berate <laughs> the king and say that he was a skunk. <laughs> this was known as twisting the lion's tail. Ooh. Then the next theme was that anyone could find freedom and liberty on our shores. The speaker would invite those who were heavy laden in other lands to come to us and find peace. The speeches were pretty fiery, and by that time, the men who drank got into fights and called each other Englishmen. <laughs> In the afternoon, we had what we called the plug uglies, funny floats and clowns who took off on the political subjects of the day. The fourth was the day of the year that really counted then. Christmas wasn't much, a church tree or something, but no one twisted the lion's tail. <laughs> Wow, I want to go to that party. <laughs> that is um, the 4th of July in the 1870s. Oh, my. <laughs> it sounds like a really good time. Great. We should I go like, back. I like how they're just like, hey, Mr. King, want to fight? <laughs> You're a skunk. You're a skunk. You Englishmen. Just <laughs> <laughs> drunk men fighting, calling each other Englishmen. It's brilliant. <laughs> Don't fight. Oh, you're right. Yeah, violence is bad. <laughs> Oops. But yeah, now the 4th of July is uh, ribs and fireworks, mostly. Yeah. I often get Sonic slushies on the 4th of July. I don't know why. Do you get a blue one? I don't really know. It kind of depends on the mood. That's fair. I always, I think, actually, I always did that because fireworks are illegal. In Illinois, mm -hmm. so we'd have to go across the river to Missouri, and there wasn't a Sonic in my town, and there was a Sonic over there, and apparently it was like mm. luxurious. And then by the time that I was like, "Oh no, it's not," uh -huh. <laughs> then it was a tradition. Yeah, yeah, traditions are important. Yeah, we still have fireworks because they were used to celebrate the first holiday. So we should take back the twisting of the lion's tail. <laughs> uh, we really should. You and I do that in our offices regularly. We just need to get out and do it publicly on a holiday, I guess. So, on to my favorite oh, yes! section. So, as we were preparing for this, Kira was like, why fireworks? The answer's so boring. It's just because we've always done fireworks. Well, we don't shoot cannons and muskets anymore. They were like, we got to find something else to shoot. Well, the thing that I said found that there were firework, said that there were firework rockets. Oh, yeah. In 1777. Are fireworks illuminations? I don't know. <laughs> I want to say yes. I think so. I think so. The stance of this podcast is yes. All right. Eyes have it. <laughs> what would we do if we tied? Christopher could break, break a tie. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're preparing for the podcast, and I Google why fireworks, and I'm like, I wonder how many people die <laughs> a natural, every year. A natural next step to why fireworks. 
I, I don't know. I, I had to know. So, not that many people die. Okay, that's good. However, about 180 people a day from mid-June to mid-July seek treatment for firework-related injuries. No. And this is according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Mm-hmm. Apparently, injuries get reported to them. Who knew? <laughs> um, sparklers, in particular... Are very dangerous. That's what we give to children. Yeah, we do. And I remember playing with them as a child. They'd light a whole bunch of them and hand them out to like all the kids who were big enough to walk around. <laughs> if they had legs, they had a sparkler. Honestly. Can you hold your neck up? Absolutely. <laughs> if you can walk five steps away from everybody else, you get a sparkler. Uh, so those burn at 2,000 degrees. Oh. Hot enough to burn some metals. Um, safety experts say young children should never be allowed to play with sparklers. You don't say! 2,000 degrees? 2,000 degrees. Yeah. So, uh, fireworks are dangerous. Um, in 2016, the Consumer Product Safety Commission received four death reports. Oh, wow. Um, there's been an average of seven fireworks-related deaths reports fireworks related death reports a year since 2002 if i die by fireworks please don't tell anybody it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> tell them my twisted alliance tale so you're <laughs> <laughs> um okay thanks i can do that i can do that um let's see um, in 2018, five people died from firework-related injuries, um, but between nine and 12,000 people seek treatment for injuries. Uh, 9,100 people were treated in 2018 were treated in hospital emergency departments. I feel like just sitting in an emergency department on the 4th of July could be a, an adventure. Honestly. Uh, these nearly two thirds of those, um, people who were treated in hospital emergency departments were during the month of July around the 4th of July. So this isn't all like on mm-hmm. the 4th of July because mm-hmm. uh, people are already setting off fireworks now mm-hmm. and it's, I told mid-June. you there was an appropriate amount of time while I was living in DC where I played fireworks or gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it could be fireworks until like the end of July. Mm hmm. I mean, people do that. Um, most common injuries, 28% of injuries affected the hands and fingers. 24% affected people's legs. 19% affected people's eyes. Oof. 15% affected people's head, face, and ears. Many of the injuries are burns. Some include permanent scarring or blindness. Oof. Um, so not good, not good, real, not good. Um, and my last fun fact about all of these injuries. Oh no, I had a funny story to tell you that I was going to not laugh about the margin. Don't laugh. I did because I laughed really, really hard and it just was not okay that I laughed. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Stories about people dying from fireworks. Most of them are children. I'm not going to read those. They're very sad. Don't let your children play with fireworks. A Florida man who lived with his sister. Oh, it's a Florida man. 
keep going. I'm sorry. <clears throat> a Florida man who lived with his sister in a mobile home was killed when the home caught fire. His sister tried to solve a rodent problem by throwing a lit no. firecracker at a rodent. No, that's a terrible idea. It's not a solution. Not a solution. Get a rat trap. There's so many other options. Um, the firework, the firecracker lit the insulation of the mobile home on no. fire, and the mobile home became engulfed in flames. And her brother was unable to escape. Very sad way that's to die. Very sad. It would have been funny if it ended with the rodent. <laughs> I considered stopping there, but I, you got to finish this. I do. Welcome I do. to our true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no fireworks inside. No fireworks. With, just leave it to the professionals. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, nice when you watch other people do it. It is. And they don't get hurt. A tiny percentage of firework injuries are involved people who are like professionals. Mm-hmm. Just leave it to them. Mm-hmm. Lay out a nice blanket on a lawn. Have some beer. Do not give fireworks to drunk people. That's good advice. Also, um, men of all ages were involved in 70% <laughs> of the injuries. How many of them were from Florida? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, let's see. I'm just picking on Florida because remember there was that one point in time where it was like, search like Florida man and your birth date and like whatever comes up. And it's oh, always, yeah, they're funny. <laughs> always something wild. Yeah. Things people do in Florida. <laughs> I mean, we did some fun stuff while yeah. we were there, but not enough to make a newspaper, I don't think. Hopefully not. Uh, the other deaths... Let's see. I see Florida, Wisconsin, Kansas, Illinois, Maine, Hawaii, Kentucky, and Missouri. Okay, so we kind of hit them all. Lots of Midwest representation. That's kind of embarrassing. Pull it together, guys. I mean, what else is there to do? You're in the middle of a cornfield. It's hot outside. I I don't know. There were definitely fireworks at parties that I went to over the summer when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it same. was a lot of like, no, don't get too close. Don't let him touch that. He's too drunk to be doing the fireworks. Somebody take that from him. And people almost losing fingers. And I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Ah. Wow. Well, we learned a lot. Don't play with fireworks. Play with um, fireworks. If they come packaged in a, in brown paper, it's often a sign that they were made for professional displays. Don't use them. That's good to know. Thanks so much for listening to us chat about the 4th of July. As always, let us know if you have any topic suggestions we can research and get opinionated on. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Overreaction Podcast. That's O-V-A-R-Y Action Podcast. You can comment or DM us there for topic suggestions. You can like our Facebook also at Overreaction Podcast. And if you like what you heard, subscribe to us wherever you're listening to podcasts right now to get notified whenever we post. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends so we can empower more women to be opinionated on these topics. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.